when I was having cancer surgery, I had a little piece of paper in my pocket. And that little piece of paper said, I am no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. Now, how did these guys come to play that this morning? Who does that? Oh, yeah. I got two stories I want to talk to you about this morning. The first story is about Al Capone. Al Capone in the 1920s was a billionaire. That's with a B, a billionaire. And it was mostly funded by his organized crime, which included murder, prostitution, and bootlegging. Now, he had a guy that was really close to him by the name of Ezietti. Ezietti was his attorney, and he was good. He kept him out of prison for several years. And because of that, Capone, through money and lavish lifestyle, and just really set him up. They said that Easy Eddie's estate was a total city block of Chicago. That's pretty big. But his heart was hardened by his lifestyle. But he wanted his son to have things that he didn't have. You see, Easy Eddie had one soft spot, and that was his son. He loved him completely. Eddie attempted to teach his son morals. He wanted his son to be honorable, something that he wasn't. But with all of his influence and wealth, there's two things that he couldn't give him. He couldn't give him a good name, and he couldn't give him an example. There was one question that burned the heart of Ezietti. And that question is, what good is it for a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? That burned in his heart and in his mind. It provoked him. He began to soften to the point where one day he decided that he's going to make his wrongs right. So he went to the police, told all about the crime organization, all about Al Capone, sent him off to trial, and Easy Eddie's testimony was the one that put him away. Shortly thereafter, on a dark Chicago night, in a flurry of gunfire, Easy Eddie was murdered. But it was not in vain because he gave his son riches worth a lot more than his estate. He gave him integrity. Now the second story I want to talk to you about is by a guy by the name of Butch O'Hare. He was a Navy ace fighter pilot in World War II. The heroic story starts when he was on a mission with his entire squadron. 
As he was flying on this mission toward the enemy's target, he, he looked down at his fuel gauge and realized that the ground crew had forgotten to put fuel in his airplane. So he calls the squadron, uh, the, the commander, and the commander ordered him to come back. Reluctantly, he broke formation, made the U-turn, headed back, but as he got closer, he saw something that made his blood run cold. He saw enemy planes about to attack the fleet of ships that had no protection. So in his mind, he had one thing to do. He had to divert the enemy from those ships. So he plunged right in the middle of them and they got into a fierce air battle. The Japanese fired on him from all sides and Butch kept moving and shooting until he used up all of his ammunition. The last plane out there, he dove trying to clip um, the Japanese airplane's wing, went down and that diverted the last one to leave. And so he returned back to the ship. And as he's telling about his story, and they reviewed the camera from the gunner's camera, they realized that he had shot down five Japanese airplanes. He was the Navy's first flying ace. He also was the first naval aviator to receive the Congressman Medal of Honor, but he was killed one year later at the age of 29. Now his hometown was so proud of him, they wanted to give him something that kind of memorized his name. So today, in the city of Chicago, you have O'Hare Airport. So you think, what do these stories have in common? Well, Butch O'Hare was Easy Eddie's son. Easy Eddie didn't just give Butch a lesson in integrity. He, he just didn't say, this is how you do it. He also gave him a good name. You see, that's how integrity works. Eddie understood that he had to show Butch instead of just telling him about it. You see, honesty is what you say. Integrity is how you show it. It's, it's action-oriented. It's not word-oriented. Eddie showed integrity despite the probable outcome of his death. That integrity inspired his son to do the very same thing. The scripture I want to use this morning comes from Psalm 15, verses 1 through 5. And I'm going to read it from the message. God, who gets invited to dinner at your place? And how do we get on the guest list? Walk straight, act right, tell the truth. Don't hurt your friend. Don't blame your neighbor. Despise the despicable. Keep your word even when it costs you. Make an honest living, never take a bribe. You'll never get blacklisted if you live like this. 
The NIV version of that last verse says, whoever does these things will not be shaken. Let's pray. Fathers, we take this few moments. Help us to just open our hearts and open our minds, dear God. Reveal to us what you would have us to know, Heavenly Father. Father, we love you, we thank you, and we praise you for all the many blessings that you've bestowed upon us. It's in your son's name we pray, amen. I read a news story online that talked about a good Samaritan that found a wallet full of cash. Had a lot of money in it. So he returned the the wallet to the rightful owner full of cash, and the owner was shocked. So the guy writing the story, he commented, he was shocked, and everybody that read the article was shocked. But isn't it tragic that more people are shocked today by integrity than the lack of integrity? But it happens all the time. Sports stars, celebrities, family members, church members, claim one thing but live another. There's a saying that I heard a long time ago that goes like this. When you have integrity, nothing else matters. When you don't have integrity, nothing else matters. The definition of integrity comes from a root word called integer, which means whole or one. But what integrity is not is not perfection. There was only one perfect person that walked this earth, and it's not reputations. You see, Reputations, who others think we are, integrity is who we really are. I have a question. How many of us lie? How many of us has cheated on a, um, a tax, your tax or uh, expense report, have just kind of twisted the numbers? You see, the problem is that little things turn into big things. And because how we do anything is really how we do everything. So if we lie now, we're going to lie later. If we tell the truth now, the truth comes way easier later. Integrity is when you align your actions with your beliefs. Think for a minute of a pizza. And you cut your pizza into wedges and you pull them apart, it leaves a hole in the middle. When you you have a hole in the middle, you don't have a reference point. You lose the integrity. So with no integrity, it leaves you asking, why do I feel this way? Or what am I missing? Often, a lot of times, As humans, we try to put other things in that hole to piece it back together. We try to use fame. We try to use money. We try to use success. But there's only one thing that can fill that void, 
and that's our salvation. The opposite of integrity is hypocrisy. So if you don't align your actions with your beliefs, you become a hypocrite. And by definition, a hypocrite is someone who wears a mask and pretends to be somebody they're not. I think we've probably all done that on one occasion or another, and we don't even realize it. Think about if you post something on, online or on social media. Does your online life, which is often anonymous, match your in-person you? What about when, when you're by yourself? Where do, I, where do I try to center the attention? The accolades? Do a lot of the things I say start with I, or we, or me? Or what about when something goes wrong? Do I say he, or she, or they? In Matthew 23, 25, and 26, it says, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but the insides are full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and dish, and then the outside will also be clean. You ever notice that through the Bible, Jesus was always harder on the hypocrites than he was the sinners and the prostitutes? Let me ask you a question. What's your integrity worth? Do you happen to borrow the neighbor's Wi-Fi signal once in a while? What about are you completely honest with your, with your spouse about your expenses? When a clerk gives you the wrong change back and gives you too much money, do you give it back to them or do you just stick it in your pocket? Are you open with your accountability partners with all your struggles? Have you ever told your kids, we're going to go do this, and then when the time comes, you really didn't feel like going? When you have integrity, nothing else matters. When you don't have integrity, nothing else matters. There was a quality home builder that worked for a company for 40 years. He was a great employee, and he was known for doing quality work. And he expected, every, he expected the same thing from, from everybody that worked for him. So, after 30 years in his 40-year career, he goes in to talk to the ownership and says, in 10 years... I'm going to retire. They said, okay. I said, what are you going to do? So I'm going to go fish. I'm going to play golf. I'm going to go spend time with the grandkids. I'm going to travel with my wife. I'm going to do all these fun things. So, all right. So 10 years, five years of that 10 go by, and he goes back in. Now remember, I'm going to retire in five more years. Yeah, we got it. Five more years. And he did that every year. Did it after four years, 
after three years, after two years, after one year. And the day came for him to retire. He was so excited. He couldn't hardly sleep and he goes to work and he, he goes in the office and they say, <clears throat> he said, today's my retirement day. They go, not so fast. We want you to build one more house. He goes, what? I told you I was going to retire. No, no. We want you to build one more house. We have a very special customer. It's really important to us. We need you to build it because you're the man for the job. And reluctantly, the guy says, all right, I guess. But he was hurt because he really wanted to retire. So they started building on this house. And once he got started, he realized his heart wasn't in it. So what he started doing is hurrying up. Let's get this done. Yeah, it'll be fine. Let's get it done. Let's bring this guy in. He can get it quicker than my regular guy, and he can do it cheaper. And we, So he hurries through this house and gets done. Now, when it's done, you can't see. It's, it's no different than probably what most people would see. But when he's done, turned it over, the owner of the company come out and said, we really appreciate you doing this because it really meant a lot to us and it meant a lot to the rest of the company. And here's the key to your new house. And he was sick because he knew it wasn't his best work. It wasn't his best effort. We're building our own home every day. There's a prayer in Psalms that can be very difficult to pray. <clears throat> it comes from Psalm 139, 23, and 24. And it reads, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. You see, talent will get you to the top, but only integrity, integrity will keep you there. The right thing can be hard, but we have to do what's right and trust God with the results. And your integrity is a whole lot easier to keep than it, than it is to recover. When you have integrity, nothing else really matters. When you don't have integrity, nothing else really matters.